This episode of Harmonious Gentlemen is brought to you by Blind Man Brewing, makers of craft beer in central Alberta. Say hi to Hans. Yeah. Well, if podcast episodes were rules that when applied to something, that thing must be permanently ignored from that point onwards, you'd know this has to be episode 58 of The Harmonious Gentleman. I'm Chris. I'm Graham. And I'm confused. Have you ever been rule 58-ed? No. Oh, apparently, according to the Urban Dictionary, it's something that happens if you say, like, we're talking about my girlfriend, and I say, I'm totally rule 58-ing her. It means we never talk about her again. Really? Oh. Okay. I've heard the term. Cool. I just didn't know exactly what it was referring to. Interesting. Right. Rule 58. Rule 58. So do we rule 58 without even knowing it's rule 58? Yeah, it's funny that you have to like announce it. You could just not talk about that thing again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but maybe it's to like announce to the other person that don't bring it up around. Them. Yeah. Right. It's like a code word for stop it. <laughs> yeah. Rule 58. Yeah, yeah. maybe. One thing that I've been... And whenever I learn new things like this, new um, slang, jargon, or, or whatever it is, lingo, colloquialisms, um, I, I, I learn them from uh, like my high school students. It becomes my goal to kind of wreck them, yeah, by like improperly using them or use them too much. Or yeah, yeah, it's pretty fun. So you should rule fifty-eight them. Tomorrow. I'll see. I'll try it tomorrow. I don't know. I'll, and it doesn't matter if I know how to use it because that's the point. Is that right. I just use it wrong? Yeah. There's there's one that I don't know if you guys know about when you rate something. Like you say, oh, I, I rate that. It means you really like it. So it's not the act of actually giving it a rating. No, you it just say like, I really like rate it. this blind man session ale. Sort of meaning if the, if you're going to rate something, you're going to rate it good. So it's implied that if yeah. I rate it. Yeah, or I don't rate that. Yeah. Remember to rate the, the podcast <laughs> on uh, iTunes. It feels just Apple like Music. a lazy way of not knowing actually what rating means, yeah. but it's funny. That's the way most of them go. Guys, we're just grumpy old dudes at this point. <laughs> oh, like, man. Everything is was better in our day. I'm yeah. a simp for older times. <laughs> Am I using that right? I don't know. I like it. I hope you're using that right. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I like that one, but I am too. All right. Yeah, I don't rate that, but um, <laughs> I do rate um, this message we received from uh, listener Ian. It was uh, addressed to us on Facebook and I'll read it here. Hope you are well. I listened to a few episodes of your podcast recently and thought they were really cool. It made me feel closer to life in central Alberta, which is always nice, since I'm living pretty far away in Montreal these days. Of the ones I listened to, I thought the episode about Kings was pretty interesting to hear how it has changed over time. I also liked the episode about how to deal with anti-vaxxers. It helped me think, think through how to be a bit more empathetic with people I disagree with. I also like the election episodes, but thought it would be interesting to know even more about each of your personal opinions. Smile emoji. Anyways, <laughs> thanks again. I've enjoyed listening recently. Maybe on the election part of not talking so explicitly about specific views is actually part of being harmonious, so that's cool too. Hmm. So thanks, Ian. That's cool. Thank Ian. you. Yeah, it's always nice to hear when, uh, well, first of all, that people listen, but also like, I like the part about um, empathy, having more empathy for people. And mm-hmm. yeah, that's cool. and even that he kind of thought about it and then resent a message. It's kind of cool. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I 
like the the follow-up about politics like maybe that is part of being harmonious yeah i mean i would have said so but then i saw in the news a bunch of anti-vaxxers stormed west of mall at a -A build-a-bear and were yelling at people about vaccination so maybe i'm less empathetic to those guys yeah but Hmm. you know you do you i guess (laughs) yeah well thanks ian and we have listeners like across canada we can actually say that yes not coast to coast though Hmm. right we need a few Newfoundlanders. Yeah. If we could only land a guest, a musician from the East Coast, that could maybe help with that. That would be good. Yeah. Um, listeners, uh, welcome to the show. Christmas will be in two weeks from this episode's date. Um, wow. So the trees are up. The snow is... Uh, well, Not there's no snow yet, really. <laughs> um, we thought we would uh, record our Christmas episode uh, this week. And follow up with kind of a year in review in a couple of weeks on Christmas Day. So you you should get a couple of wonderful episodes in December. Um, but tonight, yeah. Tyler, Christmas? Yeah, I guess. I guess we'll we'll talk about Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> I personally can't wait. Yeah, Chris showed up in a Santa Claus outfit. Yeah. Yeah. And gifts for all. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll do that tonight, I think. I, I yeah. would lo- Tyler, I got to say, you've been a little bit shifty when it comes to talking about Christmas. And I don't know if the festive cheer um, radiates from you at this point. <laughs> yeah, it's it, maybe we'll see what happens. At, by the end of this episode, maybe I'll be in full-on Christmas spirit. Yeah. If you love Christmas, prepare to email the show. Recording <laughs> in Greenface is a nice touch, though. <laughs> Speaking of Greenface, let's make some recommendations. Um, (laughs) And mine's Christmas themed. I don't know about you guys, but I came prepared. I'm ready. All right. I'm ready. Also. This segment is proudly supported by Cilantro and Chive. Serving up fresh, simple eats. Serving up fresh, simple recommendations from the Harmonious Gentleman. I'm going to recommend a sandwich and cronut shop in Edmonton. It's called Faro. They have three locations, I believe. I've been to one with you, Graham, a few days ago mm-hmm. in Ritchie in uh, the Rich, South End. Ritchie a person? No, it's a neighborhood in Edmonton. I've never heard of that. And yeah, it's really cool. Kind of, it's... Not in like a, it's kind of in a residential area, actually. Yeah, it looks like just a house they turned into a little sandwich shop. But the chief beef sandwich, (laughs) very good. Very good. And the the cronuts, I looked at them and I could tell they're It's like a croissant donut. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, Mm -hmm. yeah, our friend brought us there. He raves about it. And I've only been there once, but I fully endorse it. Is it like you make your own sandwich, like a Subway, where nope. you add the toppings, or it's like... No, they've got a couple on their, the chief on their board. They've got three or four options. You walk up, you order, you wait and eat. It's simple. Nice. There's chips on this sandwich. You get a yeah, on the chief beef. On the sandwich, like mm-hmm. between yeah. the bun mm-hmm. yeah. or bread? Wow. That was really good. Nice. Faro. Right. So, Tyler, I think misunderstood the assignment for the podcast tonight <laughs> when we said, let's do Christmas-themed recommendations. Right. Well, you could go there... In or around the Christmas season. Is it open? It'd be on funny Christmas? to just close the whole season. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, mine is Christmas themed because I'm really getting into it, you guys. I, you know, the lights, the cold, the snow pants, the yeah. putting my kids' masks on under their toque with my gloves on after it falls off outside the store. Mm. Uh, That's. I normally don't mind the mask procedure, but for the first time, I think it was like, okay. 
<laughs> Imagine adding glasses to that. Yeah, oh, yeah, I dare not. Unbelievable. Everyone's got a Christmas movie that they watch. Not everyone. Most people have a film or films that they watch at Christmas sure. time. And for some, it might be Lord of the Rings because those came out. Yes, it is for me. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, for some, it might be, you know, some classic ones are um, Christmas Story with Ralphie and the BB gun or Elf with Will Ferrell or Home Alone or Die Hard. But there's one that it's a classic Christmas movie, but I think it stands tall and it reigns supreme. And it's, <laughs> it's called White Christmas. And it's not oh. exactly an unknown one. This is not like a deep cut. But it is an older film. Tyler doesn't know what it is, I don't think. Does he know well, what it is? Well, I think you recommended this on our Christmas episode last year. Are you serious? Pretty sure. Oh, that'd be awesome. <laughs> I don't care. I think you did, because we're talking like Bing Crosby and... Oh, man. Did I do it last year? I, I don't so. know. It's fine. Can you I just say this, the COVID years, I, <laughs> I helped a good friend of mine move a year and a bit ago, and I could have sworn it was just a couple of months. Like, I was completely wrong. Yeah. So mm. forgive me. Um, watch White Christmas I didn't again. watch it last time, and I said I was going to, so this time I will. Well, then I should have said it again. It's a musical. It's long. (laughs) Is this part of the recommendation? (laughs) It's long. It's it's fairly slow. Um, Okay. But at this point, it's like a warm hug. It's like a slow moving um, long cat that gives you a hug (laughs) and scratches your back. Okay. (laughs) Sounds awesome. Hey, man, yours wasn't even Christmas themed, so I wouldn't make fun. Uh, Chris, what do you got? Okay, well, paired with White Christmas might be the best Christmas snack of all time. It's called Almond Roca. It's kind of an old school snack. I don't even know if they still make it or sell it, but it comes in a pink tin. Have you guys had Almond Roca? Little foil wrapped. They're shaped like cat turds. They're about (laughs) three inches long. They're really selling these. (laughs) Hard toffee wrapped in like chocolate and then covered in nuts, which must be almond. Did you recommend this last year? (laughs) I probably did. (laughs) Anyway, Almond Roca, I should have brought you guys some to try. I feel like I've had it and all I can remember is it just gets really stuck in your teeth. It really does, but it's like, oh, I ate this like six hours ago and I'm still enjoying it. Yeah. Yeah. I think I know what you're talking about. It's kind of like a score bar almost Yeah. Yeah. in in taste. Awesome. Listeners, it's that time of year where we crave your feedback. We, we, We hit refresh on the daily. So if you could send us your Christmas recommendations, what do you do? What are your traditions that you think are indispensable and and uh, like a warm hug from a cat? Um, <laughs> maybe you hate White Christmas or maybe you love that I mentioned it again. It's possible. Mm-hmm. We're going to have a little talk about Christmas, but it's not just going to be a rosy, um, everything's perfect. We're going to yeah. dig into Christmas and what it means this time of year for people. I know Tyler uh, has really got some stuff to say. Yeah, we're going to be honest. Have an honest conversation about christmas are we going to be harmonious we'll try i think so i think we can i think we can yeah people do often say be a little more honest so merry christmas here Give you go the, the people <laughs> <what> they want <laughs> so a week ago or so um i know actually i remember it was pre-December, which is too early to watch Christmas movies, but we watched uh, The Grinch, the one with Jim Carrey as a family, Um, and I had some reflections or some thoughts that went through my head as we were watching. If you're unfamiliar with the story, um, The Grinch is, um, he lives above uh, like a town that loves Christmas, right? And he's kind of an outcast from, from the town and he lives up in the mountains. And all of the gifts that 
um, are given at Christmas in Whoville end up kind of near his house, like near the dump. Okay. And he sees that and he, he sees and criticizes Christmas and he's, um, he kind of hates what's going on in Whoville. Right. And then the, if you continue to watch or read the story, I believe, um, the happy ending is when he comes down and fully succumbs to consumerism <laughs> and, <laughs> and realizes that it's all about receiving gifts and wrapping and tinsel and lights. That's what it's all about. Hmm. And then that's the happy ending of the story. Like, yay, the bad guy has now seen the light. Converted to our side. But I think that that's wrong. I think, um, and maybe Dr. Seuss did this on purpose as um, satire that no one is getting except for me. Um, that we are actually supposed to be like the Grinch and be critical of what's going on around Christmas time. And the bad guys are the who's. Am I wrong? Or Tyler just dropped his I? mic, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, a couple of clarifying questions here as a, as a Grinch uh, book fan. Um, finding all the garbage, that's just in the live action movie. I don't think that's part of the original book or cartoon. Okay. I don't believe that's part of, I mean, it's it, whatever okay. I get, take your point, but I don't think yeah. that's part of the original story. Okay. That was added. Sure. Um, I that's also, the one I'm most familiar with. And that so was like from the Christmas before. It's like kind of year after year. He sees this, that they, there's all this gift giving, sure. but yeah. it's, it's not so true it's a, love or okay. it's not truly caring for each other. It's sure. surface level. It's shallow. Yeah. He's been like, he's there because he's been harmed by, by right. this community. Like I've never seen. And the only way they accept him is when he finally comes and and does things the way they want him to do it. He's sort of a Gollum esque character. Sure, up is. in the mountain, he turns yeah. green. Yeah, he's, he originally was a who, but now part he's, of them to begin with. Yeah. I like. I haven't read it for a while, but my feeling is that it wasn't the gift giving that caused his heart to grow. It was like the realizing that being in community is about love and but. Because he's, but is right. the only he, way to do that by giving gifts? Well, he he's, no, I don't think so. But I didn't, I didn't remember that. That's what the story said. He steals all their stuff, right? And then they wake up, and he's expecting them to be devastated, but they they're not. They start singing yeah. in community, and that's what makes his heart grow. He's like, oh, they don't actually oh, care it wasn't about, this about stuff. the gifts. But he made them. He's the one who made them realize that it's not about the gifts. If he hadn't stolen it, mm-hmm. would they have come to that, or would they have just continued to? Oh, so he's the hero in that way. Yeah. Think, oh, okay. okay. Yeah. No, that's fine. I don't think that's. I, yeah, I think that is what the book is saying. Okay. But I don't think it was the gift giving that's what caused him to be accepted. It was sort of like a Scrooge story. If you were where, to watch the next year at Christmas, like um, the Grinch two, maybe it exists. I I believe Christmas would go back to exactly the way it was. Like where it's all Grinch, about the is gifts. the Grinch part of the community? Um. Yes, because the way it ends is that's how it ends. They're all singing, standing around a Christmas tree. Yeah, he's he's now one of them. He's part of. Okay, not to go too deep a dive on the Grinch, but I just thought think that his <laughs> his acceptance and realization isn't because of commercialism; it's because of community. That, at least that's how I have always taken but it. But Tyler's saying that the following year they're going to give just as many gifts because they're excited he's part of their community. So we're also going to include you in traditions that we've had for a long time. Oh boy. If they make a yeah, sequel, can they call it The Grinch Part Two-ville? Would that be all yeah, right? That's good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's my, yeah. That's what I'll contribute. I like what you're saying, though, Tyler. I, I, I think what I think about when I watch The Grinch is I kind of um, relate to him when I read the book. Mm-hmm. Like I'm kind of like, 
I, I would rather sit in my cave and not, and a lot of the stuff around Christmas is, is, is a lot. And, and, and even if I'm in a store buying a box of a toy, I feel kind of like, I don't really want to be doing that. I mean, I want to see my kid happy and I, and I do it for, I shouldn't sound, make it sound like I don't want to do that, but I, I relate to the Grinch. I do kind of see his feeling. Like he, he's the one at the beginning, if you take the Grinch and the Who's, I think he's got it more right than they do. Living but on then, his own, all grumpy. <laughs> <laughs> With a dog. Well, he doesn't. I guess critical of. Critical um, of the consumerism. Right. Sure. And, but he's the one who has to change in order to fit in. Whereas I think it would be a more satisfying arc to the story if he convinces them. And I think, and, and I've kind of said, like, I kind of think he does in a way, like that's my, yeah. but I think um, I, th- I agree with you. Like, I think his realization was that, it, oh, it wasn't the things I thought it was that made them happy. And that's yeah, why but I think grew. that's all marketing of Christmas is that it's about, <laughs> um, it's about like caring for people and loving and that it's good to do all this gift buying right and spending all this money and spending all this money on food and like the excess of it is marketed as good and community Mm -hmm. so like he is he becomes a sucker to that in the end and this this is why we should ban dr seuss (laughs) (laughs) among many other reasons (laughs) yeah (laughs) all right I, i want i want to sit with that for a minute i think that was a nice way to begin our talk about Christmas. Because <laughs> Tyler, you're starting to sort of springboard into something a little bit, a little bit deeper here, I think. Wouldn't you say? Well, Chris is pushing me to the edge here. I know. And let's, get, let's go over the edge <laughs> after the break. After the break. Right. During the, the little break here, we had a, a nice little conversation about, um, you guessed it, the Grinch. <laughs> and I feel like I need to issue an apology, not for my views on, on Christmas or consumerism, but um, my understanding of the Grinch may be a little skewed because I've really only seen like three quarters of the Jim Carrey film and haven't read the book in a really long time. So some of my points are based on the film, not necessarily the book. And, but I guess to add to that, um, or to defend myself a little bit, I do think the film does some of the things I was uh, pointing out, like satirizes the situation yeah. and maybe is trying to make a bigger point about Christmas than maybe the book did. But I think we should end the conversation about the Grinch. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry if I offended any um, long-time <laughs> well, Grinch fans. I don't think so. I mean, it's right. been a little tongue-in-cheek, but it'd be really funny right. if we just went for like an hour about this yeah. and, and we lose all our listeners. <laughs> I, I probably could. But, like, um, have you read the John Steinbeck book, Liar, Liar, or just seen the Jim Carrey movie? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know it was a book. The movie's way better. (laughs) Well, that's good. Okay, quick question for you guys here. Um, Moving away from the Grinch, although I did pick up some hints of dissatisfaction with with current uh, Christmas protocols, Tyler. So Mm -hmm. what is your, Chris, what are your guys's, in your mind, Tyler, the ideal Christmas look like to you? 
Like if you could basically set up Christmas as a day or a tradition, like in the way you think it should be, how would you describe that? Huh. Good question. Do you want me to go first, Chris, or do you want to? I gave you no time to prepare. So if you want a second or you can just go for it. Well, I can, I can kind of talk through it a little bit. Like you, you ask like the ideal Christmas, but is this kind of utopian? Like it, it doesn't have to be realistic or is it like this Christmas I get to make all the decisions about what we do? Let's, let's do that. Like more realistic. More realistic. Like okay. you get to make the calls for everything this year. Then that will reveal my, um, I don't know, like inconsistencies, I guess. Because in the world that we live now, I do participate in in Christmas commercially. Like I, we do presents, we do family get-togethers, we eat too much, we spoil ourselves, we spoil our family. Like we do all that. And I don't think I would totally remove that. Um if it were like to make the ideal Christmas this break, because I'm considering other people, right. their views of Christmas, sure. like my family, like, um, you know what they like. Right. And it, I think to get to that utopian, perfect Christmas, it might take baby steps, it might take many, mm-hmm. many years. But one, one criticism I have that I feel like, um, I'd like to make this change myself, but it would be very hard to do is make Christmas about, um, others more so than just like my immediate family who I'm caring for kind of all year anyways. Um, I, I think what I'd like to see Christmas be more about is finding people who are on the margins or yeah, need joy and need love and, and spread it a bit more. Mm -hmm. And that's, I'm, I'm a hypocrite, like, um, but I think that's the direction I'd like to go Mm -hmm. with Christmas. What stops you from doing that? Um, like my hypocrisy, my selfishness, mm. um, my desire for, I mean, some good things too. Like, like you've mentioned a few, Chris, like tradition and family. Like, I love that stuff. That's good yeah. stuff. Yeah. Right. So then when I get a taste of it, I just want more of it. And yeah. Thanks, Tyler. Chris, uh, how about you? If you could call the shots, Christmas would go your way. I like the darkness of December in Canada. Like it kind of the coziness of a decorated house and uh, all my kids being home at once. Mm-hmm. Kind of the, the hubbub in a house of like discussion and games and laughing and that kind of thing happening. Christmas carols go on in the background, mm-hmm. a meal that you share. And like you said, Tyler, like there's people, there's parts of, of it that I like because somebody else does. Like, I don't love the carrot casserole I make, but I know two other people do. So that's part of our tradition. You know what I mean? Right. Like, yeah. um, so just everybody having a thing that they like about it and it's all kind of going on at the same time. I, I love that. Yeah. Kind of all going on at once. Yeah. I like that. I think when I think about this, I think about. I never thought too much about Christmas in terms of traditions and stuff until we had kids. And then you start focusing in on like, what, what are the traditions you want to pass on to them? Mm-hmm. And I guess I've just been frustrated the last couple of years with just the obsession with the, the toys and the stuff. And I probably was the same way as a kid too. Sure. Chris, you mentioned the Sears catalog earlier and I was walking through Toys R Us the other day and I saw the He-Man castle. Yeah. They basically made the exact same set, the retro thing. And I wanted to get it. And I'm here to tell you guys that I didn't, but, um, that's what I think about a lot. It's just, I want, I want Christmas to be 
I like everything you said, Tyler. And if, if my kids could start to see things that way, that'd be really cool. But I just, I'm shocked sometimes at how much the idea of just toy after toy is just, in, hmm. that's all I can think about. And I mean, it's probably my fault to an extent as their parent and yeah. I've maybe set that tone. Um, but I, I don't want it to be like that all the time. But do you think it's like an only one or the other? Like, no. can your kids enjoy all those traditions yeah. and still want Castle Grayskull? Sure. Yeah, I think that that's, I think it's true. I just, I can't, I'm just a little bit blown away by the overwhelming nature of the, of the, of the stuff, but, and they're also pretty young. And, but I mean, it passed for you. It passed for me. It passed for my kids. Yeah. Like chances are they're going to grow out of those. Yeah, that's true. Selfish. In the meantime, if, if that's how you think of it. Got to keep buying. Harvey told me to say on the podcast tonight that he, his favorite part of Christmas is getting Hot Wheels this year. So <laughs> I just right. wanted to share that. I said, I, sweet. <laughs> yeah. But what a lesson it would be to, to not get him the Hot Wheels. Mm-hmm. Worst lesson ever. You try first, Tyler. <laughs> you do it first. <laughs> do you guys remember when you were kids? Like I, you know, I couldn't sleep Christmas Eve. Like yeah. not at all. I, had, I remember those feelings of almost dreading it because I knew I couldn't sleep and it would be yeah. hard. Yeah, because you were anticipating the birth of Jesus, or exactly. <laughs> there was, there was going to be a present. As a seven-year-old, that's all I could think about. Did you guys have a? Um, a church like morning service as part of your tradition or was it the evening Christmas Eve service? I know Heidi was saying once that they had a few, they had sort of the evening and the morning and they would go to yeah. a bunch. We always did Christmas Eve, which is like my favorite service of the year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think our church even does Christmas day ever. Does it? Uh, no, I, I can't remember ever doing it Christmas day, but yeah, Christmas Eve. I was talking to Graham about this. I wonder if you brought this up to T me me up with this but you know it yeah um at the end of our christmas eve service we sing what's the song we sing go tell it on the mountain go tell it on the mountain which is about do i ever go tell it on the mountain well it's about like spreading spreading the gospel the joy to others right like go to the top of the mountain but what does everybody do after that song probably goes home (laughs) right goes home eats way too much food and and open presents with their family right like so, and that's, those aren't bad things. That's not what I'm trying to say. Like I, I do the same things. I love it. I'm going to do it again. Like, yeah. but this, the, the irony of all, everyone there singing about the, and someone brought up the, like the birth of Jesus. Right. And then, but then how much of Christmas is actually about that and um, how much of it is marketed as such or um, yeah. So I love the church service too, though. So, yeah. Just, I think, po- just, I think it's uh, right now, I'm just at a, like a reflection point. Like, I'm just becoming more aware of some of these kind of inconsistencies or things that irk me a bit. Mm-hmm. You, someone said at the beginning, we're a bunch of grumpy old guys. We are, yeah. Just, I, the world. You ca- I think there's many ways that, uh, I don't want this to go in a different direction, but there's many ways that these sort of um, m- monopolies or like the, the, the bigger corporations get the more they can influence with the sole crushing purpose of just making money. And I just feel like they've seized on Christmas and Halloween and whatever else in just the most but I mean, cynical ways. And okay, that's not new. Let's but, play the devil's advocate for companies. Yeah. That's what they're there to do. Right. So we see through that. We know that that's what they're doing. It's like, they don't yeah. think Valentine's day is the, actually the most romantic day of the year. 
which I think my <laughs> anger is so pent up on Halloween and Valentine's Day. I don't have enough <laughs> left over for Christmas, yeah. but yeah. I, it's the same sentiment. Yeah, like you're turning something totally. that's supposed to be sacred yeah. and, and valuable into buy more. Yeah. But that yeah. that's what corporations yeah. exist for. So it's like, and we can look when we know that, like just put up we, hedges against that, I guess. Yeah. But wouldn't still, putting up hedges against it be like not participating it in the way that they're trying to get us to participate in it? You mean like when an ad on a hockey game says like buy a car for your wife for Christmas yeah. with a giant bow? <laughs> I don't do that. <laughs> yes, but, but that just that just raises a bar, creates pressure that you got to do something good. Mm-hmm. Right? But like, I mean like I yeah, and maybe the the tie from like I'm celebrating the birth of Jesus to I give my family presents. Like I honestly I like giving presents cuz it makes people happy. I don't feel like I'm, I've ever been satisfied by a present where it's like, I'm waiting for what somebody's going to buy me and I'm so excited to get it. Like, it's like, Oh cool. Sh- a shirt and socks. Like, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. But it's not like my hopes and dreams are tied up in that. But yeah. the tradition of that, I think means something because it's like our family's together. Right. Yeah. I don't know. Do we spend too much? Yeah, for sure we do. Right. Mm-hmm. We really are just Scrooges. I think, I think <laughs> Chris is seeing so clearly and we're yeah. just, but he's but wait till the Valentine's episode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But um, Tyler, maybe what I'm saying is bugging you. Cause it's like, you don't think I'm taking it seriously enough. No, no. I just think I need to age another 10 years and maybe I'll be as wise as you. <laughs> it could be. <laughs> it could be. Um, let's take a quick break. I gotta do a little bit of online shopping on Amazon for my kids. <laughs> we'll come right back. <laughs> So I feel a little bit like you, Tyler. I just want to say I do love buying my kids gifts and seeing the look on their faces. Like there's joy there. Uh, I don't don't know know if I I said that. No, but no, (laughs) this is me. I just like I. You said the opposite, actually. (laughs) I can complain about some of the things that that maybe are expected in society of Christmas. But I do like those acts. Um, One thing I I struggle with, guys, and maybe you can hear me out here. um, I noticed driving up to your house, Tyler, there's some lights. Mm -hmm. Um, Christmas lights, as they're called. Yeah. And winter um, lights. Yeah, winter festive lights. <laughs> Holiday Sol- lights. Solstice twinklers. <laughs> and we drove by a house, my son and I. Uh, and I've never seen anything like this before. Um, maybe in BC, we never got these homes because maybe hydroelectric dams don't produce enough electricity to, <laughs> to sustain probably. these things. But here in Alberta with our coal, oh my goodness, there there's some homes in this city where there's not there's no lawn space left. We're talking 50 blow up things. We're talking lights everywhere, spinny things, music. Yeah. Um, I don't love it, if I'm being honest. I don't really understand um, the motivation, the energy usage. Again, this is kind of <laughs> grinchy and kind of scroogey, I know. But how do you guys feel about... I mean, a, sh- a couple of string of lights can look nice, and, and and but I feel like, is there a limit to what maybe is appropriate or... or Sorry, I shouldn't say appropriate. It's a personal preference thing. I just think it's a little bit strange. My, I, I think I'm kind of on on the same page as you. Like when I drive by a house with a lot of inflatables during the day, I just think it looks, <laughs> it make, your house looks like a garbage dump. Um, that's kind of, and then, but then when it's all done up, I think, like, I don't think I have quite the same 
opinion as you, but I, I don't, I think it is excessive. I don't think it's necessary, but I don't have a strong. Hmm. I know. I feel that way when it's Halloween stuff. I just, yeah. rant, you've heard me yeah. rant about this. I yeah. absolutely hate it. I, I hate it way less when it's Christmas. Cause it's, yeah. I do wonder like, what is this? What are you celebrating exactly? Cartoon right. characters. Plastic? Yeah. Car- yeah. It's like, yeah. A minion in a Santa hat or whatever yeah. the thing is, but I guess, I guess I've never had one myself. I just do kind of wonder. Yeah. Is I, it's festive? I'm a, I'm a hypocrite. I am because we're definitely going to be doing the tours with the kids. Well, I heard you just, you've got a really decorated house yourself. Well, no, we don't. <laughs> Our father-in-law made us a, a, a beautiful star with lights and that's all we've got. And, okay. um, and I'm not against decor- decorations. I love our Christmas tree and, and things can be pretty amazing. But I just, I feel like there's sometimes it looks so much. I just think like this has got to be, yeah. this what, must be stopped. What's on the outside <laughs> of your house right now? Any lights? Because you have a really tall We have a lot of Halloween also. stuff still up. <laughs> <laughs> My 44 foot Grim Reaper is still. Just put a Santa hat on it. <laughs> no, but here's the thing. I'm actually kind of ashamed that we don't have any strings of lights up. Like we just don't at all. We have the, the star that was made for us with lights that go around That's the star. Good. Which doesn't work anymore, so it's a wooden frame. Okay. Um, so nothing. We found our retro old glass bulbs, like the big, you know, red, green, yellow, blue. Oh, yeah. So that's what we have up right now. So if you have lots of lights up, that's cool. I mean, everyone can do their own thing. <laughs> I just feel weird when it seems like a billion lights flashing me in the face. And Were just, you guys part of the, burning. when we got hired once by the, the guy bought us in the society auction and we had to put up his lights? Yes. And we, we def- broke <laughs> We broke a lot. We broke some. We had to put those like plastic spikes into the frozen ground. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Candy cane things. And I don't think we did much in those three or four oh, hours. Oh man, that guy wasted his money. Yeah. Thank you though for supporting Christmas <laughs> society. <laughs> <laughs> that was fun, you guys. I don't know if listeners know this, but we're talking about, we used to do fundraisers for Christian Society for Education, right? That, that, yeah. Yeah. And they would bid on three or four of us to go do manual labor for three or four hours. Yeah. And we went to some funky jobs. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. Moved some heavy things. A little bit of d- demolition. Cleaned out some rabbit pens. Did we? Mm. I, I was not there for that one. No. Chris, I was kind of humming some Christmas songs on um, the way to work this morning. Sure. And uh, some Bing Crosby. Nice. Um, Michael Bublé. And uh, what are your thoughts on Christmas music? Uh, I think you're baiting me for a rant because mm-hmm. I love Christmas carols. Love them. We sang um, O Come Emmanuel at church on Sunday. I think that's my favorite one. It's kind of melancholy, if you know it. Mm-hmm. I can't stand like Mariah Carey's all I want for Christmas or just about anybody else's really? secular Christmas music, I think is the worst genre of music. Wow. I can't think of one I even can put up with. Hmm. There's that live aid one that I don't hate as much as everything else. Mm-hmm. Now the name's escaping me. I should can know it because it's played. You'll hear it every hour for the next three weeks. Is it because the of the content? Like... Like Mariah Carey is like, it's a love song or what about is it? Christmas? Like it's yeah. just screw off. Don't sing, don't make it a or, Christmas song. And so, why is it on all the time? <laughs> why? Tell us why. Like, I don't know if I have a good answer to that. It's like, maybe it's like the commercialization of something. It's yeah. the secularization of something where it's like Christmas has nothing to do with, I don't know. Yeah. Your boyfriend. It, yeah. But does, don't like, those... I realize you have a boyfriend at Christmas, but that isn't a Christmas <laughs> song. <laughs> Just, sure. The, I don't know. Sure. It's because that's yeah. what the radio plays because it thinks it's a Christmas song that won't but, offend people, so it just plays that one. Hmm. Well, and it lines up the themes of those songs line up with what we're all doing, whether you're Christian or not. You're 
buying gifts and participating in the consumerism. So that it lines I, up. It's I, consistent. Honestly, I think it's because you hear it so many times. I get to hear, oh, come all you faithful once a year. Right. I yeah. hear all I want for Christmas is you. Honestly, like probably a hundred times. Yeah. And yeah. It's, it's just, a bad song. I agree. Like, I don't like a lot of Christmas music either, but like, I like uh, Sufjan Stevens. Oh, yeah. Christmas his music. album's great. And like, not all of his songs are like, he does redo him, like a uh, Christian christian christmas yeah. songs and he does others as well but he's singing about traditions about families and stuff too you're talking like the radio you're talking yeah. 40 top yeah. 40 hits so it's not just because it's not about no, the birth no, of jesus that right. you don't it's like not. it it's no, a certain right. style of music that you have a problem with sure and the, i don't mind pop music pop yeah. christian music or christmas music yeah painful yeah. no I'd, I'd be on your side i don't like yeah i'm pretty grinchy about christmas music okay Okay, well, that's a good rant, Chris. That's reasonable. I think it's understandable. I feel that way about most radio in general. I mean, it's not like... It's just overplayed, the overplayedness yeah. of it, I think. Yeah. And probably good for Mariah Carey. I bet she is rich because of that song alone. Yeah. Maybe I'm jealous. I think, I I think you're jealous. I haven't <laughs> thought of a I think maybe most of our Christmas rants come hook. from a sense of jealousy. I don't have enough lights on my house, yeah. right? Tyler's jealous of something. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> So Christmas is in two weeks, you guys. Uh, when this from this when this comes out, let's just I think we should wish our listeners like a very happy and and uh, restful Christmas. Uh, and if you take our rant seriously, you won't have food, gifts, lights, or music at your Christmas celebration. <laughs> yeah. So, but you should share with us your Christmas pet peeves because they're they're fun. Yeah, and they exist. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think we're kind of I don't know, guys. I, I think well, we're a little ranted out. Todd, do you, do you have anything else you want to add? Well, just. Uh, I think also we do this lots on episodes where we we speak from a place of of privilege, right? Where we kind of like our our definitions of Christmas and our experiences and our rants are all based on a pretty similar experience. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's another kind of I don't know. We don't have to sp- talk too long about this, but I just wanted to like acknowledge yeah. that like this is another criticism of the the commercialization of Christmas is that it's targeting a group of people who can afford to buy gifts mm-hmm. and can afford to have huge meals with groups of people and stuff. And I think that's part of the problem too, is it kind of puts the blinders on for us that we kind of forget that there are people who don't enjoy Christmas in the totally. same way or can't. That's so right. I just wanted to kind of acknowledge that. Like we're, um, we're privileged to be able to sit here and Oh yeah, about this and complain stuff. about it, and then also right. like go partic- like go do that, and right. yeah, even I think it's good that we're thinking about it and talking about it and questioning. But I think maybe one of the another thing to consider is the all the people who don't have that privilege mm-hmm. to even think about it. So I've recently lost my dad, and I think lots of people I've talked to have lost parents or siblings or loved ones. And Christmas would be a time I think that that would hit home really hard, right. like loss, you know. So that could be one. Yeah. area that people feel that or yeah where you didn't grow up enjoying it because your family didn't have money or you yeah. mm-hmm. had a broken home or whatever where christmas was and you're jealous of what other f- normal quote-unquote right. families are experiencing yeah. and you don't get that that makes it pretty tough but like that little o come o come Emmanuel song you know if you think of people who are waiting for something in anticipation and lighting a candle and being hopeful there's still i still get that sense at christmas where you know there's something hopeful about it too mm-hmm. yeah christmas is good i'll say it yeah it's oh, it's pretty good I'm glad we got there his heart just it's grew good. four sizes <laughs>
online magazine, The Coloradoan, <laughs> says that confession serves as a gate to let ourselves out and let in whatever we need. I'm going to let something out. Wow. <laughs> I was listening to our last podcast with Shanna. She heard the fact that I was driving 195 on the Autobahn and not 165. I recall. We were driving at the time and she looked at me like with a kind of a sideways glance and she said, I know I've always known this. You've lied about this on multiple occasions. You've told, you've continued on with this story, but I saw the speedometer. I woke up and knew you were going that fast. Hmm. And I wondered why she let me keep going. So this is my confession is partly that I continued to lie about this. Even it wasn't just like a one-time thing. Yeah. And I stuck with it, which is kind of what you have to do with a lie, right? You, yeah. yeah. You either confess to it or you keep reliving it. Mm-hmm. Until you believe it. And maybe I kind of believed it. No, I knew. And then <laughs> um, also, yeah, I don't know why she didn't kind of like force the issue with me. but Oh, she was waiting until the moment where it would, the truth was revealed. Would, and yeah. it's that much more yeah. shameful. Yeah, and it was. Yeah. <laughs> well thanks for putting so, yourself out there on the podcast chris yeah. i feel like you're you take these chances yeah. the confession was just the awkward moment of oh she knew this whole time okay you've you've given me kind of the courage to maybe do a, like a more real confession right now <laughs> okay yeah. um so i would i was getting a i mentioned shopping for harvey for christmas and i hope he doesn't listen to the episode but he really wants hot wheels like a set so I was trying to get one like secondhand if I could, and but I, I couldn't find the one he wanted. So I was in a store, Walmart, and they had a sale on one. And I was in the store and I grabbed it and it was very busy. It was Christmas shopping season. The blue lights were just burning my brain. I had to get <laughs> out of there quickly, but the lineup was huge. You were wearing your puffy coat. <laughs> well, I had a receipt in my pocket from the Home Depot that I'd just been to. So I thought if I just carried it with the receipt on the outside of the box, Whoa. then they wouldn't, they'd think that I paid for it. Yeah. And I, I walked out the door without paying and I still, and I'm just kidding. This isn't a real confession. Oh, no, I'm wow. Not. like, wow, well, that's crazy. <laughs> no, I wanted to see how far, do you think, did you think that was real? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. Oh, you guys. I, but I didn't think you were going to continue to record it. I thought it was going to be a blooper reel. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, I, for a moment, I did think I kind of wanted to steal this and get out of here. And that was my idea with the receipt in my head. But I paid for it. Uh, My real confession is that I'm a Grinch and uh, that uh, my wife reminded me that uh, early on in our marriage, I didn't really want to do a tree at Christmas. Like even that was too much of a hassle for me back in the day. And then when we decided to get a tree, I didn't want a real tree. Um, I love our tree now. When we get a real tree, the smell, I love it. It's great. But for many years, I hated it and I didn't want it because I was so petty and so lame about cleaning up the needles afterwards. I feel like such a baby. Mm. And that's my <laughs> confession. No, and, I get that. Yeah. I mean, it's not the most fun thing to deal with, but I mean, it's also not a big deal. And uh, I yeah. was very petty about that for a while. Yeah. And let's just be clear. I didn't steal a gift from Walmart. Oh, man, you had me. But I really yeah, was enjoying I watching you, you guys react I was, to that. I was like literally picturing you walking past the old <laughs> yeah. timer at the door. Well, Have would, a good day. <laughs> <laughs> i will yeah, yeah. Well, that's it's funny that you, you mentioned the grinch again i was actually called called the grinch tonight um before you guys arrived my my family went to a christmas kind of event um yeah without me and i used my my kid said why aren't you coming i said <laughs> well i'm recording a podcast and i could have easily kind of done both and um 
Krista knew that, and she said, no, your father can just be a bit of a Grinch. Ooh. So, um, the hero of the story. <laughs> yeah, and that's what I said. <laughs> I don't wonder you're <laughs> Remember we watched that so movie? Much. <laughs> um, that wasn't my confession. My, I've, I can kind of, it's going to be rapid fire. That could be one confession. The next is that um, I'm, I do like Christmas, honestly. So, like, I'm kind of confessing to that, too, even though I all my criticisms are honest criticisms. And my my third and final um, confession, <laughs> if I can remember it, is is Christmas related actually. Yeah, and it's um, the, and this might not be that much of a, like a hot take, but I think turkey dinner is very very overrated. Hmm. I think every part or just the turkey. No, part? well, like turkey dinner. When you say that, I I get excited for everything but the turkey. Oh, okay. right. right. So like, there's things that go with it. The traditional whatever your family does on the side, um, the stuffing, the potatoes the my family does something called green fluff um it's like a marshmallow pistachio oh, yeah. we have a pink version dessert kind of thing like that stuff's all great but turkey like substitute it with like any meat a ham it's better or ham roast beef beef yeah chicken like anything chicken. anything but turkey um <laughs> just a- so that's I, that's my confession is that i, I really don't like it. and then i know lots of people agree with that yeah yeah. Um, because it's the right perspective. So <laughs> yeah. shout out to my sister-in-law who made a turkey that was by far and away the best turkey I've ever had. And uh, so it can be done, I think. And it still wasn't quite as good as like well, grilled hot dogs. It was just but, better than a bad turkey. Better than what I would do anyway. Yeah. All right, Tyler. Yeah, not, not a super hot take, but you know, people love their turkey dinner. So yeah. you just spoiled that fun too. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Which is the whole idea about tonight. Thank you guys for our conversation. Chris, you were on fire. Tyler, you were okay. Um, that's not really mean. I was trying to tell a joke there. You're, you're both really good. Um, you guys, we're going to drop an episode in two weeks on Christmas Day. Listen, yes. we know you have traditions. It probably doesn't include the Harmonious Gentleman. Yet. Right. But, okay. Nice. Our expectation is that you maybe don't have to listen the first day unless you want to. But... Take it in when you can. Like you're saying the episode will come out on Christmas Day? Well, that will be two weeks from this Oh, episode. I love that. Yeah, yeah so we're it did sticking line to up. It. We didn't force that. So before your kids open the presents, so you wake up, everyone <laughs> runs down, you sit, you listen to the episode, <laughs> yeah. and then yeah. you can open Get your presents. hand off the stocking. The gentlemen <laughs> are on first. <laughs> Let's listen to Chris's intro. <laughs> oh, man. Episode 59. What will it be? Yeah. Cool. Well, thanks, you guys. That was really fun. Tyler hosting again. Served us yeah. some... Uh, What's that? Spice bread? Spice cake. Yeah. Spice cake? So What good. is it? Spice, spice cake. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Some blind man session. Yeah. Pairs well. Thanks, blind man. You Thanks, blind it. man. You did it again. <laughs> you son of a gun. All right. Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas, Merry Tyler. Merry Christmas, guys. Harmonious gentlemen. Merry Christmas, Tyler.